There we go. It got another show. And it's on and popping. This should damn phone on silent. Oh shit. Okay. Hold on. I never even I didn't even get to set up the whole song. And we're recording already. It's all good. Got you. Got y'all. Got y'all. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. And one. And a two. And a one, two, fuck. Three. What a rookie. Fuck, this is taking forever. So much for this music career. Wanted everything and everything and once. But it isn't that way. in the distance and now I'm needing everything that I could touch cause I don't know how it's lit it's lit hey it's light it's light it's it's gonna make everything so ever since we found out you were so white it's like you get more and more Caucasian by the week (laughs) just froze up on your I don't I don't find these jokes to be funny I, I actually hate them. We know you are a Nubian king. Calm down. We know you black. I don't know, man. I get a lot of text messages, a lot of phone calls, a lot of jokes. I should have never shared that with y'all motherfuckers, man. I'm over here trying to be like, yo, this is my family. Mm-hmm. You know, these are my results. Hey, check it out, y'all. Look at what I got going on in my life. A lot of white. Ah, you white than a motherfucker. <laughs> well, guess what, bitch? Your life is going to be harder than mine. Boom. Oh. <laughs> wow. Don't care. Damn, Joe. Yeah. How else do you feel? I feel like I feel my like hair looks better. <laughs> Actually, that has my hair. Oh. <laughs> and oh. And it does because it's kinky, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, fix that one. <laughs> <laughs> Save them. Right. Save them from itself. Yeah, I got the fro. Don't trip. It ain't nothing straight about this one mm, okay okay can we edit that <laughs> we probably will we probably will uh, alright man yeah. hey y'all hey, hey I know y'all up, missed John? us and shit you know we late and shit but hey shit happens what you been up to John oh uh, you know being black out here staying busy on my little actor's hustle grind while simultaneously trying to have a life and run this podcast and be black and amazing how about you Joe that's so much. That's like that's so much. Like you don't ask me that much. Like, I didn't know you was gonna be that extra. I feel shit. like every time you ask me what I, how I've been, I always say some generic ass. Oh, I've been no, chilling. no, no, that was good. I, I like that. It. No, no, that was good. That was actually good for radio. I feel like I should let you know my let good. the listeners know what we really be up to. Yeah, you just sit there and just do black and amazing shit. No, he doesn't. He's sitting there watching Jesus and Mero. Uh, watching. black and amazing shit. <laughs> Watching prime example of black and amazing fucking basketball wise, black no, and amazing shit. <laughs> no, no, I will not allow that to be black and amazing. <laughs> but I did watch it yesterday with you while we were sitting there not recording because I forgot some That's equipment. That's the thing, man. That shit is catchy. Yo, it's like I always used to try to talk to my friends, and then I got caught with one episode, and now I'm invested. Yeah, that was that was. Yeah, that was good TV. <laughs> that was some good TV. I felt, I didn't feel bad about it. I was like, yeah, this is good. This is entertaining. Yeah, because it's not. Oh, is she going to hit her? Yeah. I was like, man, she didn't slap the shit out of her. She talking shit. Oh. And it's not like over the top, like, loving hip hop crazy. Loving hip hop is the another homie, story. <laughs> the homie Cheese loves loving hip hop. <laughs> Look, he goes off in his corner, hey. puts his computer on, and watches that shit. That was me. Religiously. What you all right? What you watching right now? I just finished binging Master of None, um, which is great. Should Check this out. With that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, shit. I also watched it, but what? A, all right, so Master of None, fucking good, mm-hmm. fucking better than the first season to me. Uh, it's different. Very was, different. It's definitely it's different. different. It's a lot more low key, and I think decidedly so. Like it's a lot more artsy and like romantic and. First season was just really funny. I like Aziz better, and I actually thought he yes. was funnier though. He showed a lot more layers in this season for sure, like for himself as an actor, definitely. Man, I'm I'm like, so of course I'm watching 
one of my favorite shows, Better Call Saul. Like, if you guys watch Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul is fucking good. Like, it's yeah, I gotta get on that. It's basically, um, it's basically Saul before he became Saul. Like, this is he had a whole backstory where he wasn't the janky guy, man. He wasn't always this guy. Before he was run down. Yeah, like he was. He was actually like a real nice person who wanted to do good for people. And you see what changed him and Damn, how he became who he is. I mean, he still had a little I bit of... I gotta get on that one. I mean, still, I mean, you still see the guy. Right, Like, right. he's still... It's still He's him. still in there, but yeah. he wasn't as... <laughs> yeah, man. Yet. He was actually a really good dude. And you just slowly seeing him, you know, make that change and mm-hmm. into who he became on Breaking Bad. And it's... Man, it's so good. Um, true, true. Season three is on now. And I'm watching, I got stuck on the shit Last Kingdom. Look, it's not all that great to me. What's Last Kingdom? It's like a Game of Thrones type show. <laughs> and it's not like, it's not Game of Thrones. But I couldn't stop watching the motherfucker. It was, Is yeah. it because you missed Game of Thrones or? I don't know. I, probably not. I was. I just wanted to see what the fuck was gonna happen, man. Nah, I, feel I realized I like this kind of shit, like Spartacus, all that shit. I like that shit. Yeah, you do fuck with that. Um, hell, but since we brought it up, Master of None, man. What stuck out to you? What stuck out to you? What did you? Uh, episode six mm-hmm. and same, episode same. eight was like we just we. I mean, we have to talk about episode eight. Just it's have. so relevant to the podcast. Definitely. Um, you want to break down episode eight? Um, man, first of all, definitely a shout out to Lena Waithe. I, I praise you. You are amazing. You are a fucking creative genius. Uh, seeing you in that episode and like seeing her in that episode and seeing her be so like vulnerable and like she wrote that episode with Aziz. So like a lot of that was her own story and like how she actually came out to her mom that was pretty dope. And, and I'm was, so glad I told you to break this down because mm-hmm. I didn't know that woman's name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, yeah, my she, shit would have been so general. She out here, man. She out here. She on this. She's a producer on Dear White People to Film. She like has her own stuff. Some a show coming out called The Shy. I think it's coming out on Showtime. I'm not sure. She's working on her own thing. She's from Chicago. Dope chick. Lesbian, creative, powerful out here. Um, yeah, man, it was it was it was sick. And what was so dope about that episode, it was like a Thanksgiving-themed episode, like coming out to your family. One, that's important because it's a black family and it's like Thanksgiving time. People always choose like, all right, it's the holidays. Everybody's going to be here. Now is when I should tell people. Seems to be the, the theme a lot of the times. I like how they played that out. It wasn't the, the, the same old typical, get out of my house with that gay shit. And <laughs> that they t- let talk about who, do a lot. Talk about who was on that episode. Oh, I mean, the one and only Angela Bassett played her mama. And I mean, that that just like sent it over even more. She played the hell out of that blue collar mama. <laughs> like, she, she played yo, the hell out of she that. She was fucking amazing. Not to mention to Kim Whitley. Missing. That was a nice little treat, too. Oh, my. Kim Whitley played that role perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the grandma was, but she was on time too. Yo, definitely. Definitely. But it showed them, like Aziz and her were best friends, you know, mm-hmm. growing up. And it showed them over the years, like Thanksgiving over the, over right, like, right. spent what, 20 years or something. Yeah. And, um, they besties. <laughs> so, one thing that, pointed, that, stood, that stood out was the fact that the mama wasn't paying attention. <laughs> like, how did you? How was her being lesbian surprising? See, but I, I don't know if she wasn't paying attention as much as she was just in denial. That's what it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, I okay. When I say that, when I say not paying attention, you see that your daughter don't want to wear this dress. <laughs> you, I mean, like you, even you see things- her, you see her ways, and you, you, I know you have questions, right? But that's the problem. We don't have conversations in the black community with our kids. Like, yeah. not us new age folks. I feel like we're doing better talking to our kids. I hope we are. Mm-hmm. But definitely growing up. 
and talking to our kids about the stuff that we're uncomfortable talking to our kids about. Because we do talk to our kids, but we talk to our kids about what we want to talk to our kids about. Yeah, Avoiding dads, the cops. Uh, yeah. Going to college. You know. Sports. Exactly. Making it out the hood. Now, like, we have to like have that. real conversations, like, about life. Like, yeah. how you're feeling. And sexuality. Emotions and sexuality. Like, all that stuff is important. Don't leave these motherfuckers out here. Don't leave, uh, like, I was left out here to just learn on my own figure it (laughs) fucking out like yo i mean my cousins taught me they're fucking six and two years older than me what the fuck they doing teaching me shit (laughs) um but yeah so over the years you saw her you saw the changes and can we hold on can we talk about real quick the first flashback of who was on her wall in her room like, can we talk about the aesthetic of her room and it being the 90s and how, oh, like, yo. dope and authentic that was? It was like, really, yeah. Yeah, brown sugar playing. Yep. <laughs> With, like, Jasmine Guy all over the wall. Like. Dude, that's the shit that's so important to shows. Yep. Like, making it authentic. Like, we're like, okay, that's real. That's what really happened. I hate watching the movie like, nope. Exactly. That's not how it happened. Cause those are the people that that raised us through television. Like, like that's, that's why we, we that's why we on. have to tell our story. Mm-hmm. Because if we're not telling our story, then they're not gonna do it right. They're exactly. going to forget something. Even if you had a foot in the culture, there's certain shit you're going to miss. Yep. Because you weren't in that household. You didn't have that cousin. Like, oh, it, it's a secret it's, sauce to the black experience. And a lot of times, you motherfuckers leave it out. Yeah, that's why you like, know we're doing. It, hey, it's, it's we out here though, man. People are actually writing their stories and yes, it's, it's a, good. It's, it's a good. new new age. It's like the Black Renaissance era all over again. Yeah, it's man. lovely. That's all we have to be in charge of our own stories. I mean, <laughs> that shouldn't be hard. Can yo. we control our narrative? Yeah, Please. like yo, like <laughs> everybody, like we're not gonna throw black people in a Viking movie. <laughs> They're not going to turn into Vikings. I mean, shit, they might. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying, nah, like, yeah, we're not going you. out our way to, like... Trust me, we're not coming for y'all roles. Trust me. <laughs> we have our own But when stories. we have our own, like, let us have our own shit. Y'all turn it. Everybody in white folks. Like, it's just, I think it's... Uh, I just... I browsed over it. Um, I didn't read the story. I meant to read it. I saved it. it it's about... Um, Hawaiian, um, Hawaiian, like surfer or something, and the actor playing the Hawaiian surfer is a white man. Oh, <laughs> like, of course. Oh, like who else yo, would it be? But it doesn't look. And this ain't because I'm not the dude just shitting on white folks. I, and I don't have time for that shit. I got to. I'm spending too much time trying to uplift black folks. Right. So I'm not about to shit on nobody, but. All I'm saying is there are so many other things that you have that you that you can show yourself in. Mm-hmm. Like so oh, many it's not, portrayals. It's not, it's not enough. Like, come on. <laughs> I know you could have found a little a dark Filipino or something to play the Hawaiian. Like somebody. There's like a Mexican? Oh, well. Can you put a Mexican Puerto Rican in there? Their very bland experience in life leaves them wanting for more and typically People who are underserved by no, but everybody's experience, and I'm not even gonna call it a bland experience because everybody's experience, like, it's something to them. You're right. So they just need to realize that. Yeah, like, like yes, realize it and let these people tell their stories because if they don't see representation, mm-hmm. like, how are they gonna feel about their, their themselves? Exactly. Exactly. That's just so important. But you don't when you don't have that issue. When that's not a problem in your community, you don't think about that. Yeah. Because you're always represented. So. It's true. It's true, uh, true. Yeah, man. Um, yo, Master of None. It's fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 8 was this shit. And oh, we got to. So she came out to mom's. Mom's. Mom's didn't kick her out. <laughs> or um, She was already out the house. Yeah. She yeah, was she was in college. But mom's didn't like cut her off Mm -hmm. like they still had a relationship but moms was not feeling it at all like first girlfriend came and the girlfriend was so good like she's such a nice girl she educated woman job perfect girlfriend and but moms was just not having it because she's not down with lesbianism like it's new it was new to her yeah 
Yeah. You know, she had dreams of what she, I can, I know because I know how these moms are. Like they have dreams of what they're picturing their child mm-hmm. to be. Because they didn't become that. So they want their child to live that life for them and all that shit. And I mean, I don't even know if it's just that. Mm-hmm. Because like when I think about like say, say I have a son. Like, I do have a, a thought in my head of how I hope everything will be, you know, sure. and I, first thing, I, I don't, not the first thing, I just, first thing, I just want the kid to be healthy, but then I think about their lives, and I'm like, oh, yeah, hopefully, you know, same way I think, like, hope he has a badass chick, you know, family, dope house, I think about these things, and I, yeah. I'm hopeful for that, even my little nephew, like, I'm hopeful for that in him, so that's, you know, so not just saying, that, not just saying that the mom is hoping that she's something that she was not, but just, you know, Hoping for the best, yeah, for her, and the best for her, especially in her mind, ain't that. In her mind is not being a lesbian. <laughs> you know, I think what I think she said it on there was, you know, it's already hard enough being a black woman. Yeah, now you want to throw something else on. Yeah, there. which is yeah, typically the thing. And a lot of times, black parents when their children come out to them, my mom even did this. The first thing they do is they, they ask, you know, well, what did I do wrong? Which is why I love that scene where her and Kim Whitley yeah. in the kitchen when the aunt had to check her real quick, like, you ain't, you raised a child. She's healthy. She's going to school. She ain't in jail. Like, what do you mean? What did you do wrong? Yeah, like, she's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you have a dope-ass daughter. You What do you mean? Like, because she likes that. women, <laughs> you did something wrong? Exactly. Because if you came in here with fucking Tookie and shit, <laughs> you wouldn't be too happy about that either, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Precisely. Like over there with Big Turkey. Like, fuck. You yeah. and the fucked up thing is she would have never even if she walked in there with Big Tuck, that she would have never asked herself, what did I do wrong? Yeah, oh no. Absolutely not. Cause th- then she would have given herself credit. I've done everything for you and you go bring him in here. <laughs> like it would have completely flipped. So it's just, you know, something to think about, y'all, man. Yeah. You know, got Excellent. These kids out here. The conversations are happening though. The, yes, the um, you know we're getting to see what people are going through, like experiences that we that some of us know people experienced. Mm-hmm. You know that some of us had no idea people were experiencing. So all this is here, and it's real life. We're getting it. Like okay, everybody's experience is beginning to matter to us. This yep. is good. Um, yo. So last week, <laughs> I'm sure everybody uh, saw it. Um, Uncle Ruckus. But Thune Cookman's graduation, um, Betty DeVos, is that how you say her name? DeVos? Uh, Betsy DeVos, Bet- something like that. Okay. Y'all know the motherfucker. The warm reception she received. Yeah, y'all know her. Um, yeah, so when she was, uh, when she was announced to, <sighs> to speak, at the graduation, Lord. the graduates, many of them, began to boo, and then they stood up and turned their back to her. Yeah. And then this happened. Then their slave-ass dean stepped in. If y'all don't stop, if y'all don't stop this foolishness, basically y'all gonna have y'all. What do you say? Y'all gonna have y'all degrees mailed to y'all? What he wanted to say was y'all ain't gonna get no damn degrees. But he couldn't say that. I was going to say, wasn't my degree mailed to me? No, right, right. <laughs> right, which, which at the end of the day, you, the, the thing you get on the day of graduation isn't your actual degree anyway, you fucker. And you don't have to go to graduation. You actually don't have to go. So I you know plenty of people that didn't go to graduation. Like, so um, He's a fuck, oh, fucking idiot. Yo, he has to resign. You got to. He has to go. Like, that's going to fuck up, like, their... Enrollment, like people are not gonna um, apply to that school because of that. Yep. Like, who wants to be? A, who wants to go to a school with that kind of dean? I just, I just want like to how, do, how do you let this man represent your school? Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, shit. They, they. The thing is, for her to become their speaker, you know how much paperwork had to be signed? You know how many yeah, meetings I don't they get probably that. had? Like, why like, do how you, did it get that far? How, why was that even a person on the list? Exactly. Yo, but day before, over 50,000 signatures were turned in for a petition against her being a speaker. 50,000. A whole ass 50,000 signatures. 
Amorosa was there. And they decided to. Well, Amorosa was there. Ugh. Like, what the fuck is going on with Bethune Cookman, yo? What is going on? What are y'all thinking? And I won't even, you know what? I'm not even going to say what's going on with Bethune Cookman. I want to know what the fuck's going on in that office. Like, the office of the dean. What? But that's what I'm saying. That's who I'm talking about them. Because they are the school. Like, when when those graduates leave. That's true. They're still there. That's true. But I will say, though, because I have a couple of my friends that went to BCU, and they've been mad as hell. Because, like, even though you're gone... That's like, I'm gone from Howard, but I still always rep that and like yeah. I'm proud of it. Like you can't even be proud of this kind of shit. Like yeah, man. damn. They need to force him out, like, for the greater good of the university. I hope they do. Like that's crazy. And how do you I wonder what his colleagues think of him. I don't know what they think of him now, but I bet what the idea was was that they're probably they were probably on some weak shit where they were scared trying to, to lose some funding money. or yeah. try to gain some money from by, you know, kowtowing and, you know, browsing the administration. Fuck that. So, I don't, I guess they didn't understand what kind of kids they had. I guess they fucking didn't. Y'all could wouldn't have went to Morehouse or Howard or Spelman with that shit. She wouldn't have got through the dough. Like, oh, that's God. just that. How do you ignore 50,000 signatures? <laughs> what did you... It had to be some money involved. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, involved. what did you think was going to happen after seeing that many people like sign a petition like what did you think was going to happen at the graduation you thought they, they had to be silent they had to know something was going to pop off they probably just hoped it didn't oh if they pop off i'm gonna get on that goddamn microphone i'm gonna let them know they're gonna right. get these degrees mailed to them basically hey, sam dumb. jackson and Django. Dumb, oh, i got these niggas i line these niggas up i line <laughs> these niggas up for your boss it did. Nice Miss Benson came all the way from D.C. to talk to us and y'all going to act like this. Yo, when we get done with this, I need to look dude up to see if he's had any response after it. That is, that's true. Man, why didn't I, I wonder look, what happened Why didn't I look that. that up for the goddamn podcast? Shit. I was just so disgusted with him. I didn't even think to look it up. <laughs> so this, oh, and this person, Bet, Betty DeVos. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the same person that during Black History Month said that uh, she described HBCUs as... <laughs> Pioneers of choice. <laughs> Woman. Oh, there was no choice. None. Like they couldn't go to these to these white universities. Like ain't no white Ivy League bid. They couldn't. Like they had to create their own schools so they exactly. can get educated. They had to. This was not a choice. Uh, like it, it blows my mind that their their mindset is even in a place like that to think like, oh yeah, the they're trailblazing and like no, what what do you understand the history of any of this shit well she clearly doesn't but yeah she gotta go and he gotta go yeah um so last week we lost one of our brothers man the homie big black r.i.p now no i did not know this guy but i definitely Watched the show Robin Big, yeah, man. and I paid attention to anything else he had going on. Very charismatic dude, like his energy was so uh, welcoming. Yeah, like just a fun guy, man. And um, he died from a heart attack. How old was he? Uh, forty-five. Damn, that's not old, man. Not at all. It's pretty young. We we need to really take control of our health. Like all these, we all know somebody that is overweight mm-hmm. or just in bad health and they're eating unhealthy. You see them eating bullshit all the fucking time. Gotta give up that soul food. Yo, you gotta say something. And I, look, I understand. Soul food is fucking amazing. Yeah, I love it. Just not every day. Mexican food is amazing. Love it. Motherfuckers, you can't be, you can't, what did I say? live off of this. You like, can't be food's bitch. All right. That's real. You can't be fool's bitch. It's running you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to look in the mirror and say that. Like, I mean, I'm not big black size or nothing like that, but it's just, you know, <laughs> brothers getting older. You know, I may not look like I'm out of shape and shit, but I don't know what's going on in there. That's real. I mean, I don't have the healthiest diet, so I decided to start tra- I decided to start taking control of that shit. So everybody, man, you you don't want unhealthy eating habits to be the reason why you die. That's just... It's just sad. Get hit by a car. (laughs) Get shot. A substantial death. You know? (laughs) 
Die no, from it is it is sad, man. Get a heart attack from fucking. Because these are things that can be prevented. <laughs> like, yeah. And a lot of times, I think a lot of black folks, especially like if you grew up in the South, or I mean, not even just the South, but if you come from a black mm-hmm. ass family, like sometimes it's like that threat of like, well, then am I gonna even enjoy food? And it's like, yes, you can still enjoy food without it killing you. It's it's fine. Like, think yeah. about it. Examine yourself. Figure out ways to make healthy choices. Vegetables and not covered in fucking salt, <laughs> fruit. <laughs> and I'm just gonna share this with y'all, man. Like I've been, you know, if you listen to the last episode, I've been juicing. I've been juicing a lot. You know, a lot of greens, a lot of kale and cucumber and celery, Word. and just. Uh, just a bunch of different vegetables. I'm trying everything, man. I'm putting everything in that fucking juicer, and I feel like a new man. I feel amazing. You look like a new man. Thank you. You know? I mean, just give it a try. You know, it's exactly. my, I, my, my juices aren't the tastiest because I don't put a bunch of fruit in it. But if you can't do what I do yet with it where it's mostly vegetables, all right, add a fruit. You know, add a couple apples. I add one apple and a lemon. But add... a. Add a couple if you need to for right now. But, you know, eventually slow up on the fruit too, you know, because that's a lot of sugar. But just start. God damn it. And eat an apple instead of the fries, you Invest fat in bitch. Yourself, man. Invest um, that in was yourself. me. I should not have called you a fat bitch. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? I'm just looking out for you. I don't want you to die, cuz. <laughs> shit. This is real shit, though. Like, I'm laughing, but, like, clearly people are dying from yeah. Yo, man, ain't no fat old people. Think about it. I know you're thinking about it. Like, hold on. I, nope. He ain't that old. <laughs> Shit. I really was over here like, well, I do have that what? No, I guess you're not that old. But Nah, man. So, yeah, take care of yourselves and shit. You know what I'm saying? Work out. You good. Whatever you got to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, man. Look, just start. Just start. Just start. I promise you, you're going to feel great. If you're not doing anything right now, start with walking. You don't have to jump all the way in. Add something to it the next week. You know, just start. If you need help with anything, holla at me. West LA Joe, DM me. I got you. Please DM him because y'all motherfuckers be DMing the shit out of me. <laughs> DM him too. Dang, don't nobody hit me up. What the right, fuck? Right, right. See that? What they be DMing? D- yeah. What, they, what do they DM Honestly, you about? Honestly, people do ask me substantial questions that I, I do appreciate y'all hitting me up. They'll ask me about, like, you know, starting podcasts. Or oh, yeah, yeah. DM him. Moving to LA. DM him. No, please stop. Uh, don't <laughs> look for real. If I don't. I'm not nah, answering nah. those. Awesome I'm not bullshit. answering those questions. DM him. <laughs> so now you know you'll be ignored if you DM. Never Joe. mind. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> DM him. Nah, but you know what? If you have some you know, real shit to say, short sharing stories with me about like, oh, you know, y'all made me realize I'm not actually out yet, and it's 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 been doing. Some, we've been doing some good for the people. So you know, one of us has to be the person to you know reach back to the community and answer the questions yeah you do that i don't even like y'all motherfuckers like that (laughs) hey so yeah rest in peace big black man uh i think he had a daughter or something he did he did dang all bad but he died so possibly he could you know that could help you do better somebody else yeah man you know, Jesus Christ for you. <laughs> All right, that was no. okay. okay. I'm done. Sorry, Mama. <laughs> Too soon. Um, so yeah, in other news, a white cop sues over racial slurs. Um, so this cop, um, I get his daughter was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in the hospital, I believe, or yeah. she got a, she something happened. She where had she, to get some tests run, and so they said. That the this illness is usually something that would happen to someone who is black. Right, right. So then it made him get his DNA done. I wonder if it was sickle cell. That makes sense because when I was when reading that just now, I was mm-hmm. like, I wonder if it was sickle cell. Hmm. Um, okay, so he because of this, he got his DNA done and found out that he was eighteen percent African. <laughs> Um, that's a nice size percentage. That's a lot, that's a lot of African in So, um, so look, and this is this is where me and this me and this guy we become brothers. <laughs> this is where we become brothers because I told you guys, I told my friends, I told my family, 
I told you podcast followers that I am 41% European. And you shitted on me. <laughs> you shat on me. You begin to hate me. You <laughs> Ah, your white ass. Like, first of all, there is nothing wrong with it. I am who I am. I'm a human being first. What did you think would be in your DNA results? I thought I was going to be 70% black. But what else? White. But what else? White. Like, but what else? That all black people think, Oh, right? Native American. I thought, yeah. Because yeah. he thought the same oh, yeah, thing. Okay, so yes. Okay, yeah, say it. He no. definitely, so dude, like, he been told his whole life that, like, his dad's side had, like, some Cherokee or some shit in him. And so he thought, like, okay, I have a little bit of Indian in me. That's why I have, like, a little bit of a olive-toned skin or whatever. You know what that Native American was? Just some mulatto. Just some black. <laughs> Just some, some Negro. <laughs> in that blood. Trying to pass. So, yeah. He, uh, you know, invariably he found out that he was part black and... The slurs started rolling. So in. yeah, so just like he, just like I shared with you guys, and you talked shit, and I got the text messages, "Hey, what's up, white boy?" and all this shit. So he shares with his fellow police officers, oh, boy. and they uh, he walks in one day and they start chanting "Black Lives Matter." Like what? The mayor called him Negroid. <laughs> um, there was a they called him Kunta. Um, these are some racist motherfuckers, man. So I'm guessing no black people work there. Oh, and on on a Christmas ornament, on his Christmas ornament, it was a black Santa. They made a black Santa and put 18 on it for 18%. Yo, we're laughing at this. We're laughing at because this. Because it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, we're laughing at this dude's pain. <laughs> but yo, I mean, I, we laugh because it's like, yo, he's dealing with what motherfuckers been dealing with Always dealing for with. fucking years. He's probably dealing and, with what the other black cops who actually do work there have been dealing with forever. Yeah. And I, man, look, I don't know this dude. I'm hoping. Actually, I'm not going to even lie to you. I hope that he was one of those that was talking shit about black folks. Low key. But he, I, well, yeah, you know, they just pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah, I, okay. They wouldn't be in this predicament. Like, nobody hates him. Like, I wish he was that guy. Right. And then had to deal with this. But, honestly, he's probably not. He probably was an okay guy. Yeah, he seemed like an okay guy. <laughs> and this is what he had to deal with. And it sucks because, yo, we knew it was there. Now he got to experience it. And I just think it's hilarious that he's suing. Oh, That's and, the I'm, part. and I'm so happy he's suing. Fuck them. Yeah. Like, I will we say, all though, should sue. Had he been... Like a dark skinned black man. That suit ain't going nowhere. That suit wouldn't have left the goddamn precinct. They actually probably would have fired him for trying to sue. Like his life would have been ruined. They may have killed his ass. They might have <laughs> Like shit. He might have disappeared. Yo, all these fucking dudes from uh Ferguson are dying. Yo. I know we haven't brought Yo, that up. We okay, not talked about that. Okay, I'm not ready to talk about that yet because nah. I have not done enough. We got research. all the facts, we got all the facts Yeah. Now. But <laughs> next week we are definitely gonna talk about that. And mm-hmm. All I'm going to say is the reason why we don't have the voices that we had in the 60s and 70s are because of that. Yeah. People dying. People are scared, man. Like, who died? Martin Luther King died. Uh, Malcolm X. Like, Megar Evers. All these people, like... Motherfuckers, like, is it worth my I mean, the black, what the Black Panthers went through mm-hmm. because they wanted their people... Fred Hampton. ...to be respected. They wanted an equal chance at just living life in America. Like... Just speaking up got them killed. They yeah. didn't hurt nobody. So, yeah, we definitely got to speak on that next week. Definitely. Um, where are we at now? I'm looking mm-hmm. at our board. It's a little... Well, um, you know, your boy Bow Wow's still at it. Oh, this... Uh, <laughs> yo, if you guys have not looked on Instagram, this Bow Wow challenge... I like. I don't even hate him. Like, honestly, I, I said last week, I was talking like cash shit about him, but like, it's he's hilarious. I kind of hate him. He's a, just a joke to me. Bro. I know I took up for him. Because I, look, because I'm for the facts. You are for the facts. I'm for the facts. I like, I don't like the guy. If I and saw the polls him, came in. The polls came in and people were taking your side. So you got that. Thank you, people. Thank you for understanding truth. <laughs> like, thank you for recognizing <laughs> what the real is. Look, I like Omarion. Cool guy. But he wasn't shit. Honestly, halfway through my argument, I realized you were right, but I was already too deep in it. To, yeah, to quit. Like, that's me. So I was you like, know that's me. Fuck, I just got pushed through this. You know that's me. I will, I know I'm wrong. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm gonna keep going. Um, 
Oh, shit. What was I? I know you're going to talk. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, hot on the press. <laughs> These rompers for men. Woo! You better cop one for the summer, bro? Actually, I saw some cool ones. I'm not going to fucking lie. I see lie. you out here trying to get that body together. Yeah, I'm probably... trying to get fit, baby. So, I'm onto this motherfucker. That's why he's trying to get fit for this <laughs> romper <laughs> season. I'm trying to... Man, my romper. Hey, blue romper. Because, look, man, you can't have a gut with a romper. You, I guess you can. Yeah, Low-key, you can. Because I've actually seen Because it's like this. a little baggy right there. Look, look, look. You get away with it. People been wearing these. They have been. Like, this is not... It's just that when y'all... Everybody saw that picture of, like... That all those of, white, all those white dudes, and the one, feed. and the one black guy with the fur on, with the, like they made it look corny it's as really fuck. Up. Like they made that shit look so cornballish, and I've seen people wearing these for years because mm-hmm. all it is, look, man, it's a fucking mechanics, um, <laughs> mechanics outfit. It is. All it, it did was remind me of Jerome from a uh, Martin. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> is, yo. That's a, a mechanics jumpsuit or whatever. Like my dad has one. Yeah, but with shorts, you know, and like I know on the get down, oh boy, wore that. Listen, the seventies, motherfuckers, that gold medallion, you had your little <laughs> short set romper. You was out Yo, there. I can see motherfuckers actually making that shit look cool, and I saw a few no, pictures of couple. cats where I'm like, couple. yo, that don't look bad. Everybody is, of course, man, all this effeminate shit. Oh, shut up! Like, yes, the dudes who wore it. They made it look that way. Yes, they wore it so tiny. It just kills You didn't me. have to wear it like that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like no, if you don't want all your thigh out, you're not going to put that on. That's, <laughs> nobody told you to put that on. There are other examples of it where it's not that yeah. bad, yo. Yeah. God, everybody. And everybody hey, gay, I, they're trying to make us gay. It's, but it's, it's almost like a new age hyper-masculinity because, Dude, uh, like you just said, like in the 70s, Motherfuckers had shit like this on, the tightest just like shit. the like you brought up earlier, the biker shorts in the eighties. People, dudes wore biker wore biker shorts, and they weren't gay at all. Like they were, it was everybody, every dude. Because guess what? Just because you wear something, don't mean you gay. <laughs> like it's as simple as that, y'all. Oh, in the remember on the Inkwell, I'm just wearing them little ass shorts. Yep, basketball players yep. wearing little ass shorts. That don't I wish they you. still did. I, just, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> that don't make you gay. Except Magic Johnson. I'm just kidding. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No. Oh. No, no. You talk about Uncle Magic like that? No. You know he listens to the podcast. I know. Right? Lakers got the second pick. Lakers got the second pick in draft. Lonzo Ball. Magic just hit me last week. Like, good job, y'all boys. There goes our sponsorship. Fuck. <laughs> so if y'all hey, try to sponsor us, call in. <laughs> yeah, because we lost Magic. We just lost Magic. Um, yeah, man, look. Where would you want to wear, honestly? Like, I don't know if the romper thing is going to be for me. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm that cool to pull that one off. But I respect it. Do your shit, man. I mean, some people are stylish as fuck. They can make that shit work. Kill exactly. it. Do your thing. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm a little upset because I definitely plan on fucking with a romper this summer. And then all of this happened. I was like, fuck. Now it's going to be that thing that everybody expects you to have. Like, oh, so you got one of those. Had this article that BuzzFeed put out not come out, I would have been fine. Now y'all motherfuckers gonna be judging me and shit. So I don't feel comfortable wearing it. Aside from the judgment, it's just not cool now. Because now everybody gonna try to rock one to be different. Or to be like uh, a game changer or whatever. So I guess I'll just stick to another aesthetic. God, what will I do for the summer? Hey man, I'm just <laughs> So I just happened to read this on Facebook. Um, the homie just said, shout out to Sam. Sam said, be careful who you talk about. Some of these dudes in Rompers, Rompers can still beat your ass. Okay. Don't be the dude to lose a fight publicly to a dude in a floral romper. Man, you know we record everything now. Oh, God. That'd be it for you. That would be hilarious. Oh, and you guys ass asked what about a dude in the romper? Yo, that shit makes me want to wear one just to see if somebody's going to say Yo, something to me. So let I can me fucking right knock the ass If out. I ever see you in a romper, I will literally just cry full tears on the spot. Like, tears of laughter. Yo, just know if I wear that shit. Thighs out. Man, my thigh meat is out. The tattoos is showing. He do got some tramp stamps on his uh on his legs. So Yo, my shit tight though. That shit's dope. Shit gangster. And my chest is gonna be out, ladies. <laughs> so be ready. It might be on its way this Just summer. A sound effect right there to have a bunch of women. Ah! Damn, we okay. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. That's something we need it's to coming. Work. Look, this is funny because we always talk about all the shit we're gonna do. When we're done recording, we go like Right. Man, all right, man. See you. 
See you right, next I'll Tuesday. See y'all, right, so what you doing at the? All right, cool. <laughs> we forget to fucking do shit for this. We got lives, man. We we getting better though. But I love that y'all hear us growing, and I love the feedback that y'all can see us growing, and I love that y'all are a part of this development. Because if you've been listening since episode one, <laughs> we've come a long way. I can't even listen to episode one. I wouldn't listen. I to can't even one. listen to episode like six or seven. No, those are good. Those ones are good. Really? That's when we had the interviews. Oh, like that. Oh, episode yeah, that was seven good. That was, was good. Like the bisexual interviews. Damn, like that. we've been going at this for a minute. Okay, I can't listen to episode four. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> um, so now we're gonna get into the segment. Ay, ay, ay. We call. The Culture Vulture Hall of Fame. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, man, we got we got to put these people on blast we because out here. we can't keep allowing this to happen. Nope. We need gatekeepers. Everyone be a gatekeeper. Don't let these people come in. Are you saying gatekeeper or gate? Gate. Oh, cool. Gate, man. <laughs> you knew I said gate, goddamn it. Because I'll be the gatekeeper. <laughs> Fuck. I'll keep the gays. At the gate. <laughs> well, damn, you're not gonna let you're not letting the gays. No, nope, no gays allowed. <laughs> this just went left real quick. Yeah, man, it's I knew up. he hated himself. <laughs> I know what no, y'all thinking that right now. He's not he even was, really gay. I knew he was guys. a self-hating gay. I knew he wasn't even gay. Right. It's all a gimmick. It's fucking braids. Gay appropriation. Right. <laughs> it's fucking Leroy from Fame Braids and throw me <laughs> off. Fuck you. <laughs> He's no fucking Leroy. Hey, Joe been calling me Leroy at work all day. <laughs> no, not all Yo, day. If y'all don't know who Leroy from Fame is, please. Just Google it. Please. Google I'll allow it. you to laugh your ass off at me real quick. Oh, man. All right, so let's start off. Let's start. Let's, who, who's the first one on your list? Who you want to bring up first? I mean, the obvious is Miley Cyrus. Because this is why we're even there, right? Yeah, th- that like, kind of spearheaded it last week. So <sighs> what makes Miley... A culture vulture. Well, um... You want to give your definition for culture vulture? Okay. My definition for a culture vulture is someone who is not of the specific culture that is being uh, utilized in any art form, who is uh, who doesn't have a deep understanding. One, who doesn't have a deep understanding of that culture. Two, who can't have an appreciation for that culture because they don't have an understanding of that culture. And three... Literally ripping it off just to make money, to get to a different audience, or to do something with your career, and then <laughs> pull a J-Lo and forget about us. Yeah, so you exploit it. You exploit the fuck out of us. And then you walk off yep. and act like it never happened. Scott free. Hmm. And you know why that can happen? Because you're white, and you have white privilege. You have the privilege to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, not just white people want. do it, though. Oh, no, no, yeah. We'll get on one. You just named her. Wait, which one? You said J-Lo. Oh, right, 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 She ain't white. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's living that white life. <laughs> but, um, so first, Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, what made her a culture vulture? What does she do? Around the summer of, uh, I want to say 2013 was when we were first introduced to twerking Miley. Now, at first, it wasn't that big of a problem to me. I, I mean, twerk, hey, have fun, do what the fuck you want to do. The conversation of cultural appropriation hadn't really gotten that deep at that point yet. So it was like, uh, I guess she's just being another white girl, just having fun, I guess. Then it got to the point where, like, she, her, what did her song say something about all the girls with the big booties or big butts? And it was like all black girls were her. And it, it just got too much. Like, cornrows started coming into her hair. She started to just talk the slang became more like hood or more like down if you will and her friends began her, to change her, her right friends, she started to hang out with a different crowd drastically so i was just like uh i guess miley wants to be a black woman now all of a sudden uh, hannah montana and yeah so i mean that that's that's it for me. And then, I mean, this last week's article that we had found on her talking about some, and that's why I'm opting out of hip hop because it's just too misogynistic and I would rather more conscious rap like Kendrick Lamar. First of all, as conscious as, conscious as Kendrick Lamar can get, he ain't no Talib Kweli. Like, my homies on uh, Troll Gods pointed that out. Like, you ain't, th- th- if you're talking about conscious rap, Kendrick Lamar is not the pole mark of conscious rap. Like that's not the like yeah. that's that's not that stop using that as an excuse to say you don't want to be a part of rap anymore, bitch. Like that's not I'm sorry. That's not you don't get a pass on that. 
You don't get to use All us. All you're and trying to say is you want to separate yourself from the Basically. Negroes. And we the get... fucking photo shoot she took to accompany the interview, she looked like her lily white carefree self just in a field of flowers, blonde <laughs> hair. <laughs> she looked so like relaxed and not trying to be someone she wasn't. Dude. I just feel like had you just been that person after your Hannah Montana bit, you we would have still fucked We didn't ask you to come twerk. We didn't ask you to do And that. you ruined twerking for me, you bitch. Ruined it. I ruined it. Let me tell you First something. of all. 99, 2000 did not come here for you to do that to us. Yo, I've been watching. See, I don't even want to use twerk. I've been watching booty shaking videos. <laughs> Rump shaking. <laughs> since two live crew. Hey. Okay. And now twerking is this new thing. And Miley's pretty much the originator of it. Miley Cyrus brings twerking to the forefront. Fucking silly bitch. Fuck you. I've been jacking off to pop that coochie for years. Pop that coochie. Wait, jacking off to it? (laughs) Okay, I was a little young when it first came out. I was like, wait, hold on. on. But (laughs) I definitely definitely whacked off to Tip Drill about 50 million times. Even I whacked off to Tip Drill. He's not really dead. That part where she <laughs> throw her ass and the thong just pops open. I oh, just, God. Oh. I was a teenager. I Explosion. didn't know what I wanted. It was sexual. Good gosh. My computer was all kind of fucked up. Ew. And keyboard. Keyboard's not for real. Yeah. It was all sticky. My That's mom gross. was like, well, I think we need a new keyboard. My and keys not working. I bet we do. I bet we do. God damn it, Joe. You know um, computers was expensive back then. <laughs> you know everybody had one computer in the house. You were here coming all over the keyboard. It's fucked up. <laughs> hey, man. So, okay. We got Miley. Uh-huh. Mine, my culture vulture, and he's like king culture vulture to me. And I know you love, all y'all motherfuckers love him to death. Justin fucking Timberlake. I do love my JT. See? I do. You couldn't even call him Justin Timberlake. I do love my JT. <laughs> you don't know this motherfucker. That's not your homeboy. He got me through some rough times, man. No, he didn't write them songs. Somebody else. Wait. No, I don't not, know. Don't do that. I don't know who wrote his songs, actually. But he probably didn't. No, nah, he, does, he, does, he does a lot of songwriting. He writes mm-hmm. for Beyonce a lot. But does he? Yeah. Him, Pharrell, oh, and like... I hate they're it. All like, him, Pharrell, and Timberland. They're like a little team for Beyonce and Jay-Z. Are him and Timberland related? Timberlake and Timberland? Yes, hmm. me. Uh, <laughs> Timber. Okay, that's I'm good. Okay, so what about okay, what about uh Jay what about Justin Timberlake? <laughs> okay. How about the way he disappeared mm. after he showed everybody Justin Justin Janet Jackson's teddy? Actually, it was her birthday yesterday too. Happy belated birthday, Queen. Yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. And you didn't have no baby. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he fucking dances way into your heart. Then he pulled out that black titty. Yep. And he ran away. He definitely abandoned Jen. He abandoned us all. He flipped the fuck out of that in the news. I was a Mickey Mouse Club fan. I've been with him forever. (laughs) Yo. If you really want to see him culturally appropriate something, Google Cry For You, Mickey Mouse Club, him and Ryan Gosling, and JC from NSYNC. And the black dude who played one of the lawyers on that OJ uh, trial shit that just came out last year. They're like kids. And they're fucking doing Jodeci better than Jodeci. Don't tell anybody I said that. Just go watch it. I promise you. Mm, Yeah. I just had to to drop that gem. Even though it's clearly (laughs) cultural appropriation. And I feel like we don't even have to like... We don't have to describe... Look, Vanilla Ice. Culture Vulture. Yes. Even though it probably wasn't even you who created like somebody else created you but you made some money off of it and you went away culture vulture fuck you taylor swift oh boy that fucking 1989 whatever the fuck that album was she put out and all of a sudden she had these gold bangles gold big ass earrings and gold bangles on and these like uh bomber jackets some ripped jeans i was like all right girl yeah it's culture vulture you used us for for publicity and you went back Bye. We are not a costume. And Justin Timberlake, for one, everybody's like, oh, he's one of us. He has not spoken up about anything that's going on in the black community. He's not. He is not. Get the fuck out of here. He doesn't care. Um, Justin Bieber is potential culture vulture because he still hangs out with y'all, but he's going to walk away. Yeah. He's, he's got to. If he wants to, if he wants to live I will, with him. I will say, out of all of the ones, I, I don't know if Justin Bieber will be walking away. 
only, that's why I said because, potential. Only because he's steeped so deep in the black crowd of, of Hollywood at this point that he don't got no other friends. Like, he literally just be kicking him with, like, Tyrese and them. I'm like, really? Ty- like, Tyrese? Like, that means you're really friends with some of these people. I seen him in a, a picture in the back of a fucking Jeep with, like, Jay-Z a couple years back. Like, if you one-on-one with Jay-Z in the back of some damn Jeep, you clearly doing something that they fuck with. Like... On the, on another on another level, so I don't um, know. I can't believe this wasn't the first one, or these weren't the first ones brought up. Who? Who do you think I'm thinking of? Hmm. Come on, I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three. Fuck, I don't know. Two, one. They're the queen. They when you look up culture vulture, <laughs> you see them. Oh, the Kardashians! Yes, yes, What am I Kardashians? What am I thinking? They are. I mean, the yeah. definition of it. She stole a black ass to be relevant. <laughs> she stole a black ass to be relevant. The pain of a, of being a black woman and knowing that you with that ass on a regular day ain't enough for America. And you probably walked around with shame for having a big ass in some circles. They maybe, called you fat. Maybe you grew up around white girls. Forever. And they it's called like, our women fat for having big asses. No appreciation for it. But all of a sudden, hella appropriation for it. Like, asses out the wazoo out this bitch. Just like, what? And, and the asses all look just fucking stupid and crazy, for one. Ugh. Like, you're not even doing it right. <laughs> like, wh- whoever you're going to to get your ass done. They need to make your whole body fucking proportionate because you look crazy. All you motherfuckers. Yo, okay. This is off topic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely off the culture, culture vulture <laughs> topic. But I was watching this YG video. <laughs> and it's it's a new one. It's like, it's almost like the new age tip drill. Hmm. They naked asses shaking all over the place. Interesting. But the woman on the back of his jet ski has the fakest ass and it looks so fucking weird like i'm like oh shit look at all these girls and then i see her stand up and shake i'm like oh <laughs> it looks so weird like you, it was so obvious that it was fake and she's like the main chick huh. in the video she's naked so basically they're she, like like putting her as like that's top value in this bitch it like, looked whack oh it looked it looked kind of scary yo i'm gonna show you a video when we're done yo side note whatever happened to buffy the body I don't know, but she was perfect. The most, the I just thought about her body. in that moment. Another woman I walked off to for years. Like, whatever God. happened to her? She, I, I thought about that, like, last year. Hmm. Like, she's like, you know what? I'm tired of we being look used her for my ass. We're going to get her on the show. <laughs> she's probably fat now. Damn. I hope not, though. And I really do need to know. If y'all know, hit us up let us know. No. Where is Buffy the body? Hashtag, where's Buffy the body? Let's start that trend. And Tip Drill had a bunch of asses. Real asses. Yeah. Like, yo. You, yeah, guys. You Atlanta, you'll see a, a slew of them. Black women had real asses. <laughs> now, they've even jumped on the fake ass train. But uh. you know what? I won't even put this all on, on that because you got Nicki Minaj out here. She's A black woman. Yeah. You know. Yeah. She felt like she needed a little more butt. She got a lot more, but it looks so ridiculous. What are you doing with with her, Nas? Get out of here. Oh, don't give me stuff. All right, all right. Back to the culture vultures. Back to the culture vultures. All right, the Kardashians. Y'all know they culture vultures. They ain't shit. Uh, Kid Rock. Oh, my God. Fucking Kid Rock with that weak-ass rap rock shit that he was doing. Him and Fred Durst. Yeah, him and Fred Durst. Look, I kind of like corn. Which, all right, I kind of like corn. I'm going to say, though, I did fuck with Fred Durst for majority of my middle school year. So, I'm sitting here talking shit now. But if you rewind to, like, 2002, (laughs) I was a hardcore Fred Durst. But now, okay, so he uses our music to gang gain popularity, Kid Rock. Yep, yep. He becomes a star off of rap music. And then turns around. Now he's a huge Trump supporter. He's like... Bashing Beyonce on the internet. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, who is you? Yeah, who is you? Oh, crusty ass. Shit, oh, trailer park. Like, you, what you're saying is not helping your people back in the trailer park. Nope. Like, this, this like administration like... that you're supporting is not for those people. Yeah. You have left it behind. You left us and you're leaving them. <laughs> You're fucking everybody over, you piece of shit. We didn't want... Look, those, that's one of those people, We one of those dudes... Like We never even wanted you, bro. No, like, 
and but we were so we're so accepting of everyone. So accepting. Like, but we're the worst people. We're racist. We're because you know what it is. Though? No, we're not. You know what it is. If somebody does something of quality, and it's our shit, we we tend to give them a pass. Mm, not just quality, but not just quality. No, I we, mean like it's all, it seems like like authentic to like how we would do sometimes, it sometimes. But then we're like. I, I mean, I guess... I For guess. the most part, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the Robin Thicke's wouldn't have been accepted by us. Adele wouldn't be accepted by us. Like, Eminem wouldn't be accepted by us. Eminem, not a culture vulture. Nah. He has not walked away from the culture. He I mean, he even, still... made a, he even made a song, White America, where he talked about the fact that, like, he's not out here trying to, like, do all that extra appropriation shit. He... This is before appropriation was on anybody's tongue. He's still deep in the culture, still helping out his homies. Like, he's still... He st- he reached back after years of not fucking with Royce the Five Nine. Reached mm-hmm. back, grabbed him. Exactly. They put an album out together that sold like a motherfucker. Put Royce the Five Nine back on track, and he's probably living a really good life right now because of Marshall Matters. Yep. And fucking like the he looked Joe Button, Joe Button's rap career. Joel's Ortiz, Joel Ortiz, and Crooked Eye. Mm-hmm. These guys have a career because of this dude. Yep. Like. He didn't walk away. He could have. Exactly. And honestly, we probably wouldn't even have been mad at him because he never used it. Exactly. Right. He was quality. Right. He was right. talented. He wa- he loved the art. It was like, Dre took him. He took 50. Yeah. Like, it was simple as that. Like, all right, let me let me find somebody else too then. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. Like, most of the white rappers are not culture vultures. They're not those guys. Like, I don't, when I look at Macklemore, I don't see that. He really loves the culture. He re- he respects no that dude respects the culture. He shouts he, out he, does he shouts it, out the legends. Yeah. Shouts out shout out Wu Tang. Like anytime he can, you know, anytime he can speak on somebody he he respects, you know he will. Like I mean, what is he not supposed to accept the Grammy? <laughs> no right. I my my issue with him around that Grammy situation when it came out was like he was just. In the interviews he had about it, he was just like, stop apologizing for winning. Like, it makes it weird and uncomfortable. I, I get it, but, I mean, I mean, he's he's not sure how to even go about this. Right, he, right. He didn't think he was going to win the Grammy. No, yeah, yeah. And now he gets it's, he's it's like... his fault. Now far. he gets it, he's like, oh, uh, shit, um, right, yeah, I, right. I don't... I'm sorry. <laughs> and, of course, he's going to receive all of that black rage. Just, fuck you. Yo, it's not our award to be given to nobody, so we don't have no control over the hip hop award. That's the thing, the Grammys. That's the thing. Like, um, it ain't ours. Yeah. Um. Shit. Who's another real culture vulture? Um. Uh, oh, you brought up earlier, and she needs to be discussed. J Lo. Huh. <laughs> so why? Now, why is J Lo a culture vulture? What does she do? Well, if we go back through time. Uh, you have such hits as I'm Real, the remix with her and Ja Rule. Mm, um, you have that was some good music. Hits that's with, 2000s. with uh, that's 2000s. Fat, Fat Joe and, uh, you know, all of the all of the hood people, the hip-hop people. And then the minute, <laughs> the minute that shit popped off with Puffy and Shine in the club and all of that shooting and court shit started popping off and shit got too real for her ass... J-Lo dyed her hair blonde. All of a sudden, that big booty got a little slimmer. Then she started dating uh, Ben Affleck. I was she like, can date who she wants to date. She loved that man. Yeah, she can date who she wants to date. But why such a drastic change now yeah, all of a she, sudden? Like, she ran from the black shit She quick. looked like she didn't want to talk quick. about In Living Color being a fly girl no more. Like, no, 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 no. She went from wearing Verlore's tracksuits to like... <laughs> I'm Couture now. Like, what happened to the Bronx? Like, you ain't going to, you ain't going back to the Bronx, man. Come on. Which I get it, you know, come up, change, evolve, but it, it wasn't an organic evolution. Nah, it, it was, was like, like, let me get the fuck planned, out of here. Planned PR move right there for your ass. Oh, I'm with a white man now. I'm kind of white now, so. Um, so here's a good one. <laughs> Iggy Azalea. <laughs> Iggy Azalea is definitely a culture vulture. She is. First of all, she's not writing her raps nope. at all. Like she, how can I put this, man? Like she, they vanilla iced her. 
Yeah. Like, she's just, okay, let's get this white girl over here. Like, T.I., why she did got she do that? Ass and, yeah, we'll write some raps for her. And, she and then T.I., like... <laughs> she looks silly. T.I. abandoned this girl, like... Uh, he in interviews like, oh, I don't really. <laughs> I was like, that's fucked up. <laughs> you, you drug this woman through the dirt with you. And I still don't fuck with her. But, like, you are the reason yo, she you exists. Yo, you are. <laughs> and you literally went. You pulled You pulled the opposite of Justin Timberlake with Janet Jackson. You was like, I don't know why she did that. I don't know. I had nothing to do with that. Motherfucker, you wrote most of her rhymes. <laughs> like, nah, uh, actually, the homie Scheme wrote a bunch okay. of shit. But, uh, yeah. All right. I got, I got one. Is Zoe Saldana a culture vulture? I wouldn't say she's a culture vulture. I will say she made a bad decision with playing um, Nina Simone, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call her a culture vulture. She just made a bad call in accepting that role. I mean, but that's okay because it just seems like I mean, early on in her because it doesn't seem like a habit. Early on in her career, you know, she was definitely well. Ah, because she, I mean, she, just, she did the what was it? Drumline, yeah, she did some black movies, but it wasn't like she was only doing but, black and then. But I was, but I, I was thinking about that. Like, I mean, you take the movies that you can. <laughs> you, exactly. <laughs> Being around, and you. she was at Crossroads with Britney Spears in the beginning of her career. So, like, and that was the that was before Drumline. The homie asked me is Scott Storch a culture vulture. I don't think so. Like, there's nah. a like. Look, if you're if you are of a different race and you're in the culture and you are doing work, yeah. That's no, you just look, you're in the culture, you're doing work. But you're if you Yeah, if you're exploiting for personal gain mm-hmm. and you have no love for the culture, like the culture vultures are the ones who have fucking the legends of hip hop broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those are the culture vultures, the ones that left right. and broke with these horrible contracts. Pretty much. Um There's a bunch of them still in the game. There's there's a bunch of them in fucking Positions, even now, um, Dame Dash is a dude who actually started the the phrase "culture vulture." Like, start <laughs> made it made it a thing to bring up. Dame Dash when people, is a funny motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he he goes in. Right he goes in on everybody. He's just an old school kind of New York cat. Yeah, I don't really have the. He don't have the time for the bullshit. Shit, man. I think that's it. Yo, if you guys have any people you would like to add to the our Culture Vulture Hall of Fame, and we're going to add weekly. I'm sure somebody's going to do mm-hmm, some shit. Mm-hmm. But we have to do a better job of controlling our culture. Like, yes. shutting people down. Like, nah, motherfucker. I know you dancing all cool and shit. Nice pop lock, motherfucker. But, no. <laughs> we don't welcome you. Like the, the old man coming to the hood, bumping a hip hop. Mm, get, get, hold on, real quick. Yes, we, I know I'm not inviting you to my barbecue, but right. <laughs> like we just have to, like we just can't let everybody and in because because it's However, just cool. Like because a lot of people are like, oh look at that cool motherfucker, he's laughing at you. Yeah. He, hey, and stop allowing y'all damn friends to say the n word. Like. Just because y'all cool, stop letting them, like, I, I noticed that shit, too. It's been on my mind. I want to say that. Just because you're white, you got a white friend doesn't mean they get a pass. Like, because I've seen it, and I know y'all out there, and y'all letting them do it. Stop it. It ain't all right. Because what you're doing is letting them go and fucking say that shit when they're around their friends. And now it's a thing. Not that it ever wasn't a thing when black people aren't in the room. But y'all know what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah. And everybody. Black people, white people, Mexican people, Puerto Ricans, stop using the N-word completely. Like, just stop. Let's move on. It's Joe's opinion. Yep, just move on. It's you don't need opinion. it. It doesn't matter. That is the opinion of me and the gay homies. That's next week's episode. We're going to talk about the N-word and why we should or should not we should. be using it. Get over it. Move on. That's your brother. It's our right. It's your brother. It's our right. It's your sister. It's just a language and it's our right. Then I'm going to say bitch all the time. Well, hey. That's so a whole little, other discussion. Some little bitch. <laughs> Look, um, now you say that and you <laughs> receive whatever consequences you want to. But shit, DM me. DM me. Oh, now he wants to DM him. <laughs> Please slide in them DMs. Yeah. Joe, you said something about saying bitch. I just wanted to and clarify. This, you sprayed it. Ugh. Look at that little spit right there you put on the fucking screen. Oh, damn. Ugh. That's some sexy ass spittle. Ah, no. No, get a fucking cleaner. All right, we got to edit that. <laughs> 
I love um, y'all. Sometimes I get passionate. You know, a little <sighs> spit might come out the. <laughs> I saw it go all over my fucking keyboard. This is traumatic. Oh my god. Anyway, um, yeah. So if they do DM me, I'm like, "What's up, bitch? <laughs> What's up? What you want to talk that about?" Actually, would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> At this point, they such fans of you. They're probably, "Oh my god, you don't call me a bitch." <laughs> if y'all do that, I have no respect for your stupid ass. Don't call me a bitch, y'all. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Shit. Now we're just rambling, guys. Now we're just fucking around. Um, we will holler at you next week, and we will... Yeah, we're going to have an interview next week. For sure. Fact. Yeah. We'll be interviewing somebody next week. No, we really are, though. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) I and Damn. That's when I was supposed to have music playing. God. You see what happened when we had a day off? We just... Yo. All over. Let me tell you something. I was pretty much like, fuck this shit. I don't even want to do it no more. <laughs> like, I really didn't even care. Everything, everything you want. But it isn't that way.